All right, all right, all right. What is up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome in to episode number 24 of Now About Them Cowboys. This week, we are recapping a big dub versus the New York Jets, and we are previewing a matchup against the Arizona Cardinals, which might be a little tricky. But, I mean, the confidence is high. We should beat the brakes off the Cardinals like we did the Giants and the Jets. But with the Dallas Cowboys team, with the state of the NFL, still not – you know, I don't know if we're still in the, if we're in the clear yet. We got to take every team, you know, at face value, and we got to walk in there and hopefully show up, show out, dominate, and then move on to the stretch of games we have coming up between the New England Patriots, San Francisco 49ers, and the LA Chargers. Hopefully, we go in there healthy, dominant, undefeated, and uh, we're gonna break this down. Before we break this down, I want to let, let everybody know you could find me on the Twitter at Coach Sheps. The network is at Toilets to Titles. Toilets to titles.com. We'll take care of you. NFL, fantasy football, gambling, everything. We have you covered. We have a uh, group chat on the Gilded app where we talk fantasy football 24 7, start sits, gambling advice, trade advice, anything you could be looking for. It's a community with over 220 people. It's great. And uh, I suggest you get in there. If you want to get in there, it's free. Toilets to titles at gmail.com is the way to get in there. If you like the content, if you're enjoying this, if you enjoy now about them, Cowboys, be greatly appreciated. Throw us some comments, subscribe, like all that good stuff. Let's get into recapping week two. One of the first things that stood out to me this week, Jalen Tolbert, Brandon Cooks was out. You know, I don't know if he'll be back this week. You know, obviously Tyler Smith was out, but Jalen Tolbert early in the game, some big receptions on third downs, moved the chains, Tough catches, you know, they weren't thrown in perfect spots, whether it was low, whether it was to the side, whether he was in tight coverage. He came down with it, tough situations, moved the chains. I think he built some confidence with Dak by doing those things. I think he built some confidence with the fan base. So shout out to Jalen Tolbert. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, he's our Cooper Cup. We've been hoping he would be that. And what I mean by that is he is going to get targeted. Regardless, the Cowboys are going to move him around and get him touches. 11 catches for 143 yards against a defense that was dubbed one of the best in the NFL. That's no joke. That's a very, very good Stat line. That's probably one of the best of his career. Like, I mean, he's had chunk plays, big receiving nights, but to have the receptions and the yards, big. And and what another thing that I really noticed about him was the catches for him weren't easy either. There was one down the seam. It was thrown high. He knew he was going to get smashed, flipped over, hit the ground, got up like it was nothing. Very impressive. Sadie Lamb, he's that dude. He's arrived. We knew it was coming. He's going to get paid. Uh, Dak Prescott started 12 for 12 methodical, surgical, precise. 29 pass attempts were for five air yards or shorter. And of those 29, 10 of them went for first down, and 11th would have went for first down, I believe, if Deuce Vaughn didn't bobble that. But Dak was on the money. He was on target. He was navigating this offense with the precision of a NASCAR driver. All right? Uh, Brendan Aubrey, man, he hit a field goal on fourth down early. It was like fourth and two. We were real close. I thought we could have gone for it. I was nervous. I thought it could have been a momentum shift. Hit that field goal. And then from there, it was on. Brandon Aubrey, money. He is absolutely money. Uh, Zach Martin left the game a little bit early with an ankle injury. But according to Jane Slater, he came out as a precautionary measure. Should be fine. Ready to go against the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll see if the offensive line will be fully together because Adoga got banged up. Let's see if Tyler comes back. And we have the offensive line for the first time of the season. And finally, one of my last notes from this game 
before we get into helmet stickers, because you know we do helmet stickers in this show, uh, Tony Pollard, quiet 25 touches for about 70 yards. I'm sorry, not 25 touches, 25 carries. We got fed seven receptions. He touched the ball 32 times. Those are those are RB1 numbers. Look around the NFL. Tell me how many running backs in the NFL are touching the ball 32 times. Tony Pollard did it. And those weren't easy yards. Those were a lot of chunk yards or, or like chunk, like, like uh, not, I'm sorry, not chunk plays. Those are more so gritty, grinded out plays. Like down the middle, getting smashed by a few defenders. So shout out to Tony Pollard. Uh, hopefully he's not, you know, hopefully he's good. The wear and tear ain't there and he can handle those touches. It'll be something to keep an eye on as we move along through this 2023 NFL season. Now, as far as helmet stickers, start out with Demarcus Lawrence. He set the tone early. He had a big physical tackle for loss on Brees Hall on the first drive, on a first down, knife through, eyes through the thighs, hit stick drive. He immediately stopped Brees Hall's momentum. And Brees Hall is a dude. Stopped his momentum in his tracks, drove him backwards. That set the tone for the defense for the rest of the game. He finished the game with six pressures and a 47.4 pass rush win rate. Pretty damn good. He had a nice he, he hit uh, Zach Wilson's hand as he was releasing the ball at the end of the half. That could have went deep because it looked like Garrett Wilson was open. So shout out to Marcus Lawrence. Set the tone. He gets a helmet sticker. Coach Mike McCarthy, I know you don't have a helmet. You wear a headset. <laughs> but uh, we'll put the sticker on the headset. His offense looked great. Dak seems to be in control. He seems to be confident. It seems to be poised. He's getting the ball out quick. I think that has a lot to do with Mike McCarthy. Also, the Cowboys have come out fighting back-to-back weeks. This week, they knew Zach Wilson was at the helm. The Jets wouldn't be, you know, at the best they could be. Last week, they had the Giants dead to rights at the end of the half. There was no quit with the Cowboys within those two weeks. That's a lot to say about Mike McCarthy. The team looks ready, confident, and poised. All right, my next helmet sticker goes to Luke Schoomaker. His first reception of his NFL career was for a touchdown. So shout out to him. He's going to get the ball, I'm sure, and he will get this helmet sticker. Jalen Tolbert. I mentioned him early. He gets a helmet sticker for stepping up in the absence of Brendan Cooks, being that guy, moving the chains, not dropping a ball, doing what the team asks him to do and doing it well. So shout out to Jalen Tolbert. The entire offensive line gets one. The New York Jets pass rush is arguably one of the best in the NFL. They had them to they held them to one sack, and that was with Adoga Hurt. And then at the end of the game, with Zach Martin Hurt. This offensive line, every one of you, helmet sticker. Last helmet sticker. He deserves five. Brandon Aubrey, five for five from field goals with a long of 55. Hoping our kicking woes are are out the door, out the window, you know, out with the summer breeze. And I'm hoping that Aubrey is that guy for long term. I'd like that position to be solidified. All right, going into this game, I had a few questions, and these questions were answered. Did the Cowboys dominate a good opponent in week one, or did they just beat up on a poor team? Well, They dominated the Jets' offense, as they should, this week. But also, they methodically dissected the Jets' defense, which is a top-five unit in the league, hands down. So they beat on an average team week one. They beat on an average offense week two, but they beat on an elite defense in week two. All right? Then after not being tested week one, how will the offense go if they need to make key plays against the Jets? This was answered. The offense didn't really necessarily need a lot of points, all right? So Jets only scored 10 points, but regardless, the offense got us ahead early. The defense, we the offense got ahead early. We were in the driver's seat the whole game. The offense moved the ball. There were a few more field goals than I'd like to see, 
but still points nonetheless. We still were in position to score against a tough defense. So the offense impressed me. And finally, asking heading into this game, is it too early to worry about the tight end room with Dalton Schultz gone? Uh, there are several key drops week one. Well, tight ends combined for four receptions for 12 yards. So I'm still a little worried. Two of those receptions came for touchdowns. Eases some of my worry, but I definitely think we should still be a little bit concerned about the tight end room. Heading into week three, we got the Arizona Cardinals, all right? The Cardinals are 0-2. Uh, the Cowboys open as a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Last year, I don't know if you remember, we played against the Tennessee Titans. Everyone was out. Josh Dobbs gave us a scare early on, and he's going to be the quarterback for the Cardinals this week. Twenty for She had 20 uh, completions, 232 yards, and a touchdown. Towards the end, Cowboys beat the brakes off of him. What kind of worries me a little bit about this offense, Michael Wilson, rookie, hungry. Uh, three receptions for 56 yards against the New York Giants. Hollywood Browns, explosive. He only had nine yards per reception on six receptions in week two, but he could always break a big one. Zach Ertz has been around the block. He had six receptions for 56 yards against the Giants. James Conner had over 100 yards rushing. So they have guys. Are they very good? No, but they have guys, and they looked very hungry this past week against the New York Giants. They didn't look like they were bagging it in. You know, maybe they're quarterback on the sideline is bagging it in maybe it's his last year in arizona and he's out the door which i think that's the case maybe arizona fans want caleb williams which i also think is the case but the guys playing in this ball game they're going to be trying to get it done especially on on a stage where the whole world's going to be watching the dallas cowboys are playing every week we're going to get every team's best shot that's how it is with the dallas cowboys but now that we're dubbed one of the best teams in the nfl it's multiplied all right, so, you know, obviously I think we could score on the defense easily. You know, I think we could beat up on the offense, but it's just a matter of playing a complete game. Is this a trap game? We'll find out. My biggest questions for the week, heading into the week three matchup with the Arizona Cardinals, Tyler Smith, Zach Martin, uh, Adoga, Cooks. What, what's the health situation with these guys? I'd like to see our offense start to develop some continuity heading into New England. And then versus San Francisco. So ideally, this would be the week. Tyler's back. Offense is full steam ahead. And if we get Tyler back, and if Adoga is healthy, do we see any jumbo sets where they put Adoga out as the sixth guy? You know, I know that was more so a Kellen Moore thing, but did Mike McCarthy, you know, does he kind of develop something like that? So I'd like to see Brandon Cooks back as well. I'd like to see full steam ahead this week heading into this tough stretch that we got coming up after the Arizona Cardinals. Now, my next question is, can we get a comfortable lead early enough to give our young players some opportunities to shine and maybe rest some of our key players like uh, Michael Parsons towards the end of the game? I know I want continuity, but if we get ahead, like in the third quarter, we're up 20 points or so, and we could rotate some guys in, get some, some experience, some touches, some pass rush reps, some coverage reps, that'll make me happy because not only do I want continuity, I want experience. And these are the types of games you should be getting experience and you should beat this team. You should go up early. Shouldn't be a dog fight. Like that's all shoulds. Does that mean that will happen? No, this is the NFL. Anything could happen. But th that is what should happen. Another question, my final question for the week three matchup with the Cardinals is, will the matchups, so we have Patriots, Niners, Chargers, looming. And I mentioned that multiple times. Can the boys stay dialed in for this game with those matchups coming down the pipe? 
Can they go into this one like they did against the Giants, like they did against the Jets? And I believe they will because I believe this team, they are where they are. They're dogs. They're hungry. They're feisty. They haven't won much lately, like they made the playoffs, but everyone doubts them. You know, the big-name guys in the media got throw dirt on them. I think they're hungry. I think they're going to stay dialed in, but but I need to see it. All right. Now, my key matchups kind of ties into that final question. My big key matchup for this week, well, one of them is going to be J. Ron Curse against Zach Ertz, right? They're tight end. He's a tight end eliminator. Shout out to J. Ron Curse. Big interception this past week. But Zach Ertz, if we can eliminate him from the game plan, which I think J., uh, Javon Curse or J. Ron Curse, Javon Curse. I think J. Ron Curse should eliminate Zach Ertz from the game plan. That's what he does. He's a tight end eliminator. You know, I think we're going to have our hand. They're going to run the ball regardless, Arizona. So the next key matchup is going to be Leighton Vander Esch, Damone Clark, Mozzie Smith, Jonathan Hankins against this James Conner rushing attack. Because if we shut this down and force them to throw, I think it's going to be turnover city. I think we're going to get to the quarterback. So J. Ron Curse versus Zach Ertz. Our interior defense versus James Conner. And then finally, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Dallas Cowboys. Seems simple. It seems pretty cut and dry. The whole world is starting to drink the Kool-Aid about the, you know, the Dallas Cowboys Kool-Aid. The whole world is starting to anoint the Dallas Cowboys as the kings of the NFC. How do they handle success? We have been success, but have we been this successful? Have we been beating teams this bad? Not like this, not consistently. So do does the leaders in this locker room, starting with Mike McCarthy, start with Demarcus Lawrence, starting with Dak Prescott, start with Micah Parsons, J. Ron Curse? Do these guys have enough of a pull in the locker room to make sure the young guys who haven't been around the roster or some of the guys who we brought in from other organizations, do they have enough pull and is their voice loud enough in that locker room to let everybody know it needs to be business as usual, regardless of the publicity this team is getting, that they need to go in and show it week in and week out because they truly haven't won anything. Just because people are dubbing them the kings and dubbing them the champs and saying they're the best team in the NFL, that means nothing. That means there's no hardware that comes with words. So will the Dallas Cowboys be able to block out the noise? And the noise is only going to get louder. They win this one. They win New England. When they're going into San Francisco, they beat San Francisco. The noise is going to be loud. So how do the Dallas Cowboys handle the noise from outside the locker room now that things are starting to erupt? They look phenomenal, and they're being successful. So that's my final key matchup for the Week 3 matchup with the Arizona Cardinals. And that does it for Now About Them Cowboys. This was episode number 24. I am your host, John Sheps. You can find me on the Twitter at Coach Sheps. The show is at Toilets to Titles. If you want to talk fantasy football, gambling, NFL, with the Toilets to Titles team, email me, toilets to titles at gmail.com. And we'll get you into our Gilded Chat. Uh, if you play fantasy football, you know, check out toiletsatitles.com. If you like the show, it'd be greatly appreciated if you subscribe and throw to some comments. And uh, that does it. Go Cowboys. Let's beat the Cardinals. Then it's on to the New England Patriots. See you all next week. Take care.